0: to that 80 show the show that peaked in high school Dory, is that fair to say
1: <laughs> I mean I did not peak in high school I peaked at university I was a wow. serious nerd in high school so but I mean it depends when you were in high school you see I was in high school in the 80s but you were not
0: no I was not um mm-hmm. but listen Rather to have peaked early than not have peaked at all Like maybe you're still waiting for your peak And you know, if you're still waiting for your peak You know, you just it, Everyone does things on their own schedule, Dory. So don't let us I mean, if you feel peak shamed at this point Don't, don't, don't be Don't be this
1: is the 80 Don't show. be peak shamed
0: No. Don't be peak shamed, okay It's the eighty show It is, this is a loving place It is
1: a caring place how are you, it's Dori? Not a not a safe space necessarily, though. No, not a safe space. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I'm alive, Carlo. As, as I say every week, just celebrating Good. that I'm still here.
0: <laughs> Dori, Dori, like Madonna, just happy to have made it through another week. So yes. we start. Oh, Dori, I'm the, i have I got to tell people about got a new segment uh, this week called "What Happened in Our WhatsApp Group." And I've got to tell people <laughs> go with me on a long story. Go with me, Yo. go with me on this journey. So okay. it starts yesterday when we share the news about Frank Farian passing away. Okay. Right. Now, Frank Farian, if you don't know, was the guy who made first Boney M, okay? He's a German yes. record G- German music producer, right? And he was the first guy who kind of cottoned onto the idea of creating manufactured pop right, manufactured pop groups. So yes. he creates Boney M, okay, and that's his first kind of, I mean, kind of like, the good way to start, I think. I think okay,
1: gonna, but can I, you go. Okay, but can you explain what you mean by creates? Well, because like
0: literally created them,
1: like y- he, he created literally. them, yeah, literally. Like he, he sang and made them pretend they were singing.
0: Well, yes. Well, two points, but yes. So, I mean, this is like literally manufactured pop. He was a singer himself. He uh, had a hit uh, in the Schlager charts. He was a Schlager singer, had a Schlager hit. And then he creates Boney M, right? And what a great way to start. And yes, very manufactured. uh, People chosen as much for their look as their singing talent. And he goes, we'll figure out the rest, right? Very electronic. We know computers are going to fix the things that don't work. So that's what he does, kind of has a hit with Boney M. And then he repeats the formula. He uh, has a band, he then creates a band called uh, Far Corporation, which I've never heard of, right? Um, mm, he I works Led heard of Zeppelin.
1: Them. Yeah.
0: Okay. Far Corporation. Yeah. He works with uh, Meatloaf. He then repeats his formula with Millie Vanilli. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of huge fans, huge topic of the show. And then does a couple of like Euro Disco bands, Le Bouche, Le Clique, <laughs> Eruption, <laughs> and then No Mercy, right? We remember No Mercy from the nineties, high school. Do we, we? Remember it. Okay. Where do you go? Do where do you go? ding 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 ding. Remember when there was that
1: oh, like Latino God, explosion?
0: Yes. In pop, okay. remember?
1: Yes, yes, like yes. yes.
0: was like J-Lo, Ricky Martin, Enrique Iglesias. They were the big ones. And then you had No, Murty, no Mercy, uh, Awful <laughs> One, uh, who we were like the Latino boys to men. Right? So we had that moment.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Right? So that's what he does. Let's go back to malevolentity, right? So the last time you and I would have spoken about Frank Farian is that he – he was in the Millie Vanilli documentary, he's definitely mm-hmm. painted as the he, they leave you with the impression that he was the villain, right? So yes. he's done great things, gave a start to a lot of people, but very much leave it with going, This is the guy that kind of like victimized or made Millie Vanilli the victims because they were Exploited yes, they were caught
1: Exactly. Yes, exploited them, came up with the idea to for the deception, the whole thing, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, he had done it before, he'd been doing it with Boney, and I'm not saying Boney M lip-synced. I'm not saying they didn't sing, but I'm just saying yeah. that this formula...
1: No, they didn't lip-sync. Right? It was just singing while the guy danced and didn't even move his lips. Nobody okay. questioned so, it. It was the 1970s. Dory, nobody, nobody questioned
0: it. it. We, weren't, we weren't cynical, and Dory, listen, do not speak ill of Boney M. They send our friend Barrett Christmas messages.
1: We Christmas
0: love M. We love you. Love M. So Frank Farron, very much seen as the enemy, uh, he'd left as a villain. So in our minds, we're going, oh, villain. Because then obviously then he ruined uh, Milli Vanilli. He moved on, kind of the record companies. Everyone let them take the fall for it, even though they were just the face and everyone else came up with the idea. And then, of mm. course, um, um, Rob from Milli Vanilli, uh, you know, falls into a pit of oh, both of them. Um, drug addiction and Rob eventually taking his own life. Obviously, you don't know what would have happened, but surely, you know, worldwide public humiliation doesn't help. Yeah. He also worked – Frank Farian claims he turned down – Michael Jackson wanted him to work on uh, his Dangerous album, and he turned him down. Mm. (laughs) Mm. He also worked with Stevie Wonder, I said Meatloaf, and Terrence Trent Darby. So we're sitting there thinking – He's enemy, bad guy. I was going to open up the show talking about, you know, one of the enemies. The enemy of the show is gone because he victimized Milli Vanilli. But I'm very conflicted here because here is a message written by Fab Morvan from Millie Vanilli. My condolences to his family. His music will live on. We can never deny the happiness and joy it brought into this world. So, of course, you're not going to be the guy who's not going to wish him, you know, the guy gave you a career, you know. So,
1: also, he's just being polite and the bigger person because that he was raised well.
0: And you can also, and also, if you read that, you can never deny the happiness. I mean, he didn't bring happiness, you know, uh, of his music, it did, not him. But anyway, so Fab comes out and says, so we're like, okay, that's Fab saying. Then I'm going, oh, I don't know what else to think because I was reading some of the tributes from various people and I go, I'm very conflicted. And I send a message to yourself and Barrett. I said, I'm very conflicted about the story because so many people, including TA, have posted loving tributes. Mm -hmm. Right. So I go, because I saw this on TA's Facebook yesterday. So I'm like, surely you guys know TA. So you respond, TA, you don't know who TA is. Then- goes a few messages back and forth between you and Barrett saying is it T.A. is a Tori Amos? Is it Tim Allen? Barrett has a fly is it... is
1: it yeah is it tits and ass? I didn't ask that.
0: Do you still right now at this point in time not know who t n a is an abbreviation for?
1: Absolutely not. I even asked I was in the office with the young kids and I thought maybe this is someone I don't know because it's a young Thing Or I'm out of touch. And I asked everyone in the office, everyone, including our friend, Ryan, who's quite in touch with music. Nobody knew.
0: But, you know, if you listen to the show and you're a big, people are big fans of that 80s show, right? And I would assume you're quite a big fan of that 80s show. You know, I mean, you show up every <laughs> week. You're, I, you do, I do intently. enjoy
1: it. I do enjoy yeah. it.
0: <laughs> you listen very intently.
1: Yeah.
0: I kind of go, we've been on this journey. We've been friends. Do I have to type out such person's full name? Right?
1: Yes, clearly, because I have still have no idea. I went through everyone who, okay, you would think, okay, obviously I know who you're talking about, right? AR would be Andrew Ridgely. RA would be Rick Astley. Um, GM. GM, obviously George Michael would not be posting things on social media. Um, I, I couldn't think of a single person who it could be. I
0: I feel like I'm taking crazy pulls because (laughs) Dory. If you look at your running order, please see who TA is. (laughs) I can't believe that you you did that. It has taken this long, like you not having me on. I'm really
1: not. So TA posted T and. Why Thomas didn't you Anders just say most... my best friend, Thomas Anders, like you always referred to him?
0: Well, I was in a rush and he posts one of the greats leaving the world stage. I like to think back to our encounters and conversations, whether on many TV shows on our shared favorite island, Ibiza and Formentera in Frankfurt or Berlin, or also most recently at my concert in Miami, you are gone, but your music room remains immortal. And there's Thomas Anders. This is look, Thomas Anders, early 90s with Frank and Thomas Anders' wife. I think it's still his wife. So firstly, I feel conflicted because Thomas Anders obviously is greatly affectionate for, for, um, for, for uh, Frank, right? Mm-hmm. And it would make yeah. sense because they're both from the world of Schlager. They're both from yes. that little world of Germany. So it makes make sense that they're friends, right? But little did I know. That would lead me to the confusion that you did not know that Thomas Anders is TA.
1: I did not think of it. I did not. Okay. Well,
0: Dari's still waiting to peek.
1: (laughs) Clearly. That that is a
0: segment. That is a segment called what happened in our WhatsApp (laughs) chat. It's a very interesting. Is it
1: it that interesting?
0: (laughs) Um. Okay. Uh, I want to wrap up something from last week because we had the conversation we were talking about Three's Company last week because of my movie recommendation starring John Ritter yes, as which a I superhero. I haven't watched. I haven't No, watched, don't. Yes. Don't even – I I was watching because I told you you can watch it on YouTube and I watched how many views it had and I went back every day to see if it got one more view and it got zero more views. And you know what? I'm not just disappointed with you. I'm disappointed with the whole audience because there's (laughs) a movie I get for you. It's free and there's me watching it every single day and no one watched it, not even one view. Okay. So
1: So hang on. If you're watching it every single day, why are your views not being counted? Oh, because you've already watched it.
0: I didn't watch it, so I didn't click play. I just went to go watch the views. I just kept checking on the views, right? Okay. So we noticed or we remembered that John Ritter's character in Three's Company, we reminded ourselves was a, a chef, okay, which mm-hmm. I don't remember that being a thing. Uh, like I, say, I said, I thought he it, just had – When you
1: said it, I kind of remembered.
0: You did remember in your yeah. mind's eye because, mm-hmm. like, he was very pervy. So I was like, oh, chef's are not pervy, though. Chefs are like Gordon Ramsay-ish. This is like this pre But we never Ramsay.
1: saw him chefing. We always saw him at home. Oh,
0: yeah. So he obviously wasn't a very good chef. <laughs> Not in demand. Okay. <laughs> so then I went to, you asked me what job did Janet have? And I was like, oh, oh I actually don't know. So I went no. to go do a bit of a Google for you. So. Remember, three's company, odd couple, two uh, female roommates looking for a third roommate, and John Ritter comes in. Hilarious! It's the '80s, late '70s, early '80s. There's a guy. They're hot. Ninety percent of the show was him walking
1: in on them in the shower. Okay, um, did he did he pretend to be gay in the beginning so he could get the spot of roommate? Because that's
0: you know that, that does make sense to me does ring a bell. And then, of course, the landlord was – I did not know Mr. Furley and Mr. Roper were two different people. I thought it was the same person.
1: (laughs) They look kind of similar. They look kind of similar, similar. but not the same. Mr. Furley was a little bit more wiry somehow. Yeah.
0: They both loved the safari suits, loved a neckerchief. Loved Mm -hmm. a neckerchief and a safari suit. It anyway, was the late
1: so 1970s, yes.
0: Joyce Stewart, who played Janet, the brunette, yes. shorter yes. hair, she was a florist. That okay. was her job, florist. Okay. And then Chrissy, played by the late Susan Summers. Uh, of course, yes. we're talking about late uh, genres as well. She was a secretary. Okay. Playing, yeah, playing to the 80s stereotype, blonde, dumb secretary, sleep with the boss. So that was
1: them. Now you know.
0: Huh. No, we know. never Public saw them at their jobs.
1: We only I ever saw the re- apartment. I don't um, remember there pr- being any other setting than that apartment.
0: The bar. There was a the bar they used to go to. Bar. Yeah, and then Mr. Furley or Mr. Roper's apartment, his apartment. <laughs> right. But yes. So they went. They went to the bar. I do remember Janet being a florist. Now that I think about it, I do remember seeing her with flowers. So okay. That, it's correct. It's correct. Was it set um,
1: in Miami or California?
0: Santa Monica,
1: California. I remember it being Santa very Monica. beachy and like yeah. summery. Well, in the beginning, I remember, remember that they, they, they were on the boardwalk, winter, winter things.
0: No, in the boardwalk oh. they'd roller skate down the promenade, yes, put come, ice cream. And yes. John Ritter, of course. of course. Everyone in short shorts, booty shorts, everyone doing it. So, yes. and knocking on doors. You're on just knocking on doors. <laughs> okay. Someone who was knocking on a door and got herself kicked off an airplane. You not a fan of such a person. Uh, mm-hmm. Samantha Fox.
1: Like, when did this happen?
0: Mm. Now, <laughs> uh, I found numerous versions of the story. And okay. the ones salaciously said, 80s lesbian singer kicked <gasps> off
1: flight. It's <laughs> like... What's that got to fucking do with anything? <laughs> that's we, not, also, doesn't narrow it down. Um, okay, hold.
0: <laughs> right. So I was like, okay, <laughs> that's unnecessary. So Samantha Fox, obviously, eighties music legend. What are her songs? Uh, she the was she was very sultry.
1: Touch me, touch me, uh, yeah. touch me, touch me. that one. That's all the only one I remember.
0: Oh yeah, I want your body. I surrender. Uh, to the spirits of the night uh, Surrender to the spirit of the night That one Yeah But all is very sultry She was pin-up She was saucy She was Nicki Minaj Before Nicki Minaj Right um, Okay So She spent the night in jail This happened on the 21st sure. of January
1: Oh wow Hot oh, off the,
0: oh, of the, the press um, Being detained For an alleged drunken incident On a plane The model Lesbian and musician
1: <laughs> Why does it point that she's a lesbian? What's the point? I mean, I literally well, didn't, I didn't know, even that, know until that. Now, yeah, I didn't know I that. Didn't, I didn't
0: even know that. Yeah, um, was on a maybe British Airways sick of All the men
1: ogling, ogling her assets. You
0: know, maybe, maybe she's like it's not the eighties anymore. Heads down. <laughs> um, she was on a British Airways flight to Munich when she allegedly got into a fight with another passenger. Okay, the phone was on, The plane was on the runway getting ready to take off. And due to the alleged incident, it turned back and returned to the gate and she was reportedly kicked off.
1: Do you think the other passenger touched her? (laughs) Yes. I mean, you know, and then when she complained, went. but you literally asked us to all those years ago.
0: You've literally been asking us to do it all the time. I mean, that's what you want to do. I mean, if you're an 80s icon with a very ev- ev- evocative song, you want to be in, get into trouble for the instructions you gave in your song, right? I mean, it <laughs> opens up the whole question literally. of Alton
1: She was in Charles Elton in Jones. Charge. I don't remember that.
0: Do you remember any remember of Charles in Charge?
1: No. Scott Byer, right? That's it. I remember Scott Byer. But I don't remember <laughs> anything else.
0: Oh no no one remembers Charles in charge. That's <laughs> that's it. So Samantha Fox getting, you know, touched on an airplane and then just touching people with her fist. And now she's in jail. And, um, you know,
1: it's cool. No, she's been uh, one night. One night. She's not still there.
0: And airport jail. Airport jail. Let's be honest. You're not going to go to real jail. He throws miles away from anywhere. You know, um, it's like Sun City jail. You know how Sun City jail is? Not the jail Sun,
1: yes, no, no, but
0: <laughs> so, so there's a resort in <laughs> so, resorts in South Africa we've spoken about many times, a lot of eighties bands used to go to perform there because it wasn't technically South Africa in the eighties, and it was a loophole, um, so it's this great resort, got a water slide park it's it's fantastic, right it's got like, massive loads of different places to stay, and uh they have a a dry out tank, basically, it was a Sun City jail, which is. There are three types of accommodation at Sun City, Sun City, Right, so you get the hotel, okay. Then yes, you get main the hotel. Or you get you get the palace, which is like super hotel, super fancy hotel. Um, mm-hmm. Then you get the vacation club, which is kind of like little holiday homes scattered all around. And then you get the cabanas, which are yes. smaller units, and they have sliding doors. So everyone else is more like a hotel room. This is sliding doors. Sun City Jail is one of those, but there's a trellis door over the sliding door <laughs> and chairs, and you sit there till you are sober, and that's Sun City. Is Jail.
1: this is this also for people who are who are caught cheating in the casino?
0: Oh no 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 oh no 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 then okay. oh, then you get taken to a place called Freddie's Dungeon, and that's <laughs> the dungeon that Freddie Mercury had specially built when he <laughs> used to come to South Africa in the eighties, and they put you in there, and they blindfold you, and they say. Feel your way out. And you're like, oh no, you got, it's, parts are furry, parts feel glittery, parts are just, there's just holes, and that's Freddy's jail. So don't cheat, they're going to put you in Freddy's dungeon. Okay, specially built, Freddy Mercury in the 80s. No one knows no about
1: it. No response to that. Zero response to what you've just said.
0: Nobody knows about <laughs> it. So Samantha Fox probably spent the night in a holding cell. If you go to Sun City and you, <laughs> and you go to the Lurie's, and they catch you smoking weed, they're going to put you in Sun City jail, tell you not high anymore. Okay. So that's yeah. uh, and, and that's not my story. That's a story okay. of a friend of mine. Yeah.
1: I, okay. I imagine um, so.
0: The latest of this, Dory, do you follow like the Sundance Film Festival? Kind of like happens now. Mm, being to independent films? Not much. Films? Hey,
1: I used to in my youth, but not so much no. anymore.
0: Yeah, a Sundance mm. Festival. Or they go pitch all the new movies. They go pitch the ideas, new films. Like you know, yeah. but very, look indie, if a very film cool. does
1: well, if a film does well at Sundance, I'm more inclined to give it a chance. Okay, I okay because I think the audiences are uh, discerning.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. we spoke a while ago about Paulie Shaw, the lifelong dream, wanted to make a Richard Simmons movie yes. biopic. Yes, and Richard Simmons says no. You're not going to do it. I don't want this done. I want a private life. Uh, he kind of like retired from life. He's just like retired from public eye. So he's not given Paulie Shaw his permission to make the power pick, but Paulie Shaw's out at Sundance pitching it anyway. You know? Oh, shit. Because Paulie, okay. yeah, Paulie Shaw looks a lot like Richard Simmons back in yeah. the 80s. Same crazy hair. Yes.
1: So it's always but been met yeah, with, with the Same face. I mean, it's not only the hair, the hair can be done artificially. Like they have similar yeah.
0: faces, yeah, yeah, so it's been a saga that's been going on for a while, okay, because while Paulie Shaw is out there um he he's created a short film on this, as kind of I suppose as his pitch as like work, you know, proof of concept, and he says that uh, he has received a text from Richard Simmons, wishing him good luck for the screening
1: what so you got that oh. sarcastic. Or was it genuine?
0: He, he summoned, <laughs> he, he's summoned. He submitted, right?
1: Okay. Mm, but okay. then Simmons
0: wrote on Facebook. Hmm. Richard Simmons wrote on Facebook, yeah. you may have heard, they may be doing a movie about me with Paulie Shaw. I've not given any permission for this movie to be made. So I don't believe everything you hmm. read. I no longer have a manager and a, a publicist. I just try to be peaceful and believe in living a quiet life and doing 3,000 glute squats a day. I may have added that last part.
1: I don't, yeah, I think that last bit is not true. So now what's no. what what's up? What's Paulie doing? Like what's going on?
0: Paulie Shaw response. Pauly, this is a saga. This is a saga. Oh, my God.
1: Okay. I the mean, story's not over.
0: We're interested in it. TMZ are interested in it. Huffington Post are interested in it. I mean, all the big publications, like all the big – all the big yes. – like the, the massive – all this massive – we want to know mm-hmm. – Paulie Shaw says, e- "ET Entertainment Times, not the alien. E- Entertainment, Entertainment Times. Entertainment Tonight. Entertainment Tonight,
1: maybe. Maybe. It,
0: whatever it is, is definitely not ET. Okay. Every day. Every day is tea? different. Do you drink? Energy Times. No, you know, you're just confuse.
1: You're confusing me with acronyms this week. I think I. You need to stop with acronyms. <laughs>
0: <so>. <laughs> Have you heard of this band called Abba? <laughs> Uh-huh. I hear the song called YMCA. Okay, uh-huh.
1: so right.
0: Paulisho Shaw responds, every day is different. You never know what he's going to say the next day. I love Richard, but I'm kind of just feeding off the people online who believe that I look like him, so I wanted to play him. I hope that he sees the short and what we want to do with it, and he will change his tune. I adore him and love what he represents. This is why we want to do it. I mean, no response I yet. I from-
1: probably do... So, I wonder if it's that Richard Simmons doesn't want any movie made about him or if he doesn't specifically want Paulie Shaw to, to do it. Because I think Paulie Shaw, will, you know, he's he's always seen as a silly actor who did silly films, but I think he could pull it off. I really do. I have faith in him. I met him. Because. Cool dude. Yeah,
0: met him too. Great guy. Thumbs <laughs> up. Thumbs, I met him thumbs up. up. Same
1: place.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, like, <laughs> you and our team, Paulie. Like, we're definitely Team poorly. We yeah. thought we could be Team Richard, but instead we're Team Dr. Phil Jaffe, right? The true <laughs> fitness guru of the 80s, right? Yes. The, the only fitness guru of the 80s. So we're like, that's a good point you raise because he goes, I just want to, like, you know, I just want a quiet life. Yeah. But what if it was, for example, um, Richard Shemalama that young guy who's so hot right now. Mm,
1: Timothy. What if he... Timothy.
0: <laughs> Timothy Chamalamalam. <right? laughs> yeah. So, say his real name. What's his real name? Sh-
1: it's either Chamalamay or Gosling.
0: Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> okay. Let's use Ryan okay. G- Gosling. Okay. What if Ryan Gosling... <laughs> He's so hot okay? right now. <laughs> so handsome. If he wanted to do a Richard Simmons movie, would Richard Simmons go, yeah, cool. I'm down with that. I wa- I'm... I'm Ryan Gosling. I'm not Paulie Shaw. He's a proper actor,
1: just, real actor.
0: Prop, real actor, An handsome. Actor. An actor's actor, yeah. Actors, that's it. Handsome. So so that could be the reason. So Paulie Shaw is going to make this anyway, it feels like. He's going to come and doing it.
1: Would he, what would, if, he would he dare to upset Richard Simmons, though?
0: Would he? Here's the other thing. You said earlier, oh no, Paulie Shaw, Biodome, Birdie, did all the stupid movies, right?
1: Jury duty.
0: What if? Jury duty. You know, sometimes you get like an actor who does a role, like, like Will Smith, when he did yeah. The Unbearable Likeness of Being. He did, was that? He it? Anyway, whatever.
1: Being. No. He did
0: <laughs> something like. I'll give you a like better <laughs>
1: example. I'm going to give you a better example. Owen Wilson's first movie was a serious drama where he played a serial killer. It was brilliant. And then he went and did all silly things. Like-
0: but so, so kind of like that, but I'd prefer that he, I'd prefer that he's known for silly first, and then does the serious stuff. But yeah, same point. We we like get each other yeah. right. Yeah. What if this is Paulie Shaw's moment? What if he does exactly. such a great bar pick? People go. That's what I'm saying. Shit. Like I, I didn't think even he realize it. I think he could do it. So we're back to so Team Paulie. Of course. No, we will know. We will know. It's made, it's out there, he's shopping it. He's I'm, Sundance.
1: Sad. I'm sad that Richard Simmons is still kind of doing the hermit thing. And I, I mean, unless it's making him happy now, but he's been doing it for a long time now. Because mm. he was the opposite of a hermit for most of his life. Yeah. And then suddenly someone flipped a switch. Something, something flipped a switch.
0: That's suddenly, that's the movie. Like,
1: but, yeah.
0: But that, that's what the movie will explore. What happened?
1: Well, it's not going mean, to be there's all. There's podcast video talks. about it. There's a whole podcast about yeah. it. There's no explanation for it.
0: Yeah, maybe he, maybe Paulie Shaw knows because Paulie is connected in Hollywood. His mother was like owned the like the the premier comedy club in L.A. Like everybody mm. came through his mom's comedy club. That's how. That's where That's him. That's his story. Hmm. So maybe he knows.
1: Maybe he should rather make his own biopic.
0: And. In the biopic, he talks about how he knows what happened to Richard Simmons. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> did, did you ever watch that, that documentary called Paulie Shaw is Dead? No. He, he, made a, he made a movie a couple of years ago, like this mockument. It wasn't really a mockumentary, where he put out a press release. And this is kind of like just pre-ish social media days, early internet days, that he died. Okay. And then he goes, they go around trying to get people's reactions. It's hilarious. You know, who he is. They couldn't care less. There's Hollywood people that like fake sadness. It is brilliant. It is so it's good. The, it's
1: the opposite of that, uh, that docu I told you about where Jason Bateman thinks I'm dead. But yes, it's kind yes. of the opposite idea. Hmm.
0: So, to 2003, he did Paulie Show is Dead. So good. Which brings us nicely into our movie recommendations for the week, Dory. Yes. What are we what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing?
1: We're doing we're doing a very, very, very new movie that has two very significant eighties nods in them. And mm-hmm. I think it's worth discussing. All right. You might have watched it. It's a new movie, new ish movie on Netflix that actually is from last year.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: a movie called No Hard Feelings with Jennifer mm-hmm. Lawrence. Have you watched
0: it? Oh, oh God, I hated that. My word.
1: No, it's a terrible film. Terrible. Mm. So bad. So many problems with it. So many problems with it. But there was that scene where the kid plays man at the piano. Did you watch yeah. that part? Did you get that far?
0: I did. I did. You know, it's it's... So it's a comedy movie. I don't know if you want to describe well, what it's about.
1: Wiki Wikipedia describes it as a sex comedy. Now, mm. coming from the era of movies like Porky's, would you agree that this is a sex comedy? Because
0: so, I don't yeah, know so much. <laughs> so we're going from the era of Porky's Revenge of the Nerds into American Pie. Like this is our this is yes. our reference points. Like that that's yeah. the bar. And think of right. what the, those movies what you will. Think what you will. They For what they were, they were hilarious and they worked. Um, right. If this is what sex comedy is now, I don't know what either sex or comedy is
1: anymore. <laughs> Did you enjoy the um, Jennifer Lawrence's full frontal nudity in the movie, though? Um, yeah, was it her, though? I don't know. Do you think it was AI?
0: Or a body <laughs> double.
1: A body double, but I mean… They then they put her face on it because th- you could see her face.
0: So I don't know. Oh, not worry the, th- the things that they can do. Do you, I mean the Jennifer Lawrence is like a like a list. She's not doing full That's front for Netflix.
1: But movie. but she was also remember that whole iCloud hack when people's nudes were revealed. Wasn't she on that list? So she's like, eh, everybody no. already seen it. Doesn't matter.
0: I don't. I'm going to Google it.
1: Did Jennifer Lawrence use a body double for no hard feelings?
0: You do understand now that your search history is screwed because the only part that Pornhub is going to find is Jennifer Lawrence (laughs) nude body double.
1: So now you are going to get some very interesting things. According to the article, she did not use a body double because she's already been nude in some other movie and she was like, eh, whatever. Like, she didn't get So there you Mm. go. All right, I'll go i 'll go watch it again just to make sure it 's her previously it you got to check she had previously bared it all in red sparrow, marking her first full frontal nude scene and right. it 's a look I, when I said it was a terrible movie, it is a terrible movie, but it 's watchable it 's a watchable, terrible movie as long as you don 't expect it, it to be great which i wasn 't i wasn 't expecting it to be great, so I kind of didn 't hate it I hated parts of it. There were parts that made it the, the biggest plot holes ever, but it had moments that were like, eh, okay.
0: So, <laughs> what, what the movie is, is that there is a, a nerd, right? Yes. A, like nerdy- a really geeky kid, high achiever, but, not, but still a virgin. So, his parents, and this is where the plot line is very 80s, the parents hire somebody yes. to bonk him. But she's not a prostitute, exactly. she's just trying to get money for her grandmother's house like so okay fine whatever
1: whatever justify yourself very Very and of course paula as you would have expected there was a lot of controversy around that There was a lot of people complaining what if the gender roles were reversed what if what if what if the gender
0: yes it it is it is it is creepy yeah that is creepy
1: absolutely but i mean this kind of thing in the 80s very common
0: common normal wasn't Charles in Charge. They didn't. Charles they didn't even need to no. me. Sure. Nobody knows. No one watched it.
1: Sure. But yeah, look, it's a watchable. It has ter- some terrible student. Don't think of it as a comedy. Cause it's not really. A com- I mean, it's not that funny, but it's yeah. one of the things that one of the articles I read about it is like there's actually, if you, if you, if you really try and you look deep, there is some depth. If you like really scrape, scrape that that terrible surface and there's like all things about like perceptions of virginity and there's issues there's issues that it's bringing up and it's like you know what matters and how people relate and and what what does grown-up mean what is what is you know um i don't know what is what is a deflowering like because many will say that he actually changed her more than she changed him if you want to like go the soppy route you know what i'm saying
0: wow do you know? Saying,
1: there's like some depth.
0: Trying to find some depth in this movie is like remember <laughs> when there was the craze of those 3D pictures, and you just like look yes. at them and a 3D. Oh, look, it's an elephant, and then someone would show you like, oh, oh, fuck. oh, there it is, there it is, and they so badly wanted you to see the elephant. You're like there is no elephant. It's an elephant. It's an elephant. Like or like me when I look at stars. people Oh, there's a Big Dipper. Oh, there's Orion's belt. I, I I don't see it, dude. I don't I don't know. Okay. Your points all you, day. That's fine. I don't see I'm it. willing
1: to let that go. I just want to mention the one other '80s nod in the movie. Matthew Broderick stars as the kid's father. He is pretty yes. much unrecognizable now. You lovely like, hair. Would you like? His hair's looking his, good, but it is his Snow like- white. Snow white hair. I mean, I suppose, you know, we all age. It's just like, wow. If I, if I hadn't seen his name on the credits, I don't think I would have gone, oh, that's Matthew Broderick. I just wouldn't have recognized
0: he's, him. He's, what's his, he's an architect or an engineer or something like that. And then um. always wears like, he, he he looks like a sex guru, like but like a sex cult guru. <laughs> always wears yes. lots of white, loose-fitting linen and uh, yes. with the hair. So maybe that's what he right. Maybe I, I'd rather watch that. I'd rather watch Matthew Broderick, the sex cult guru. Um, yes then that movie you watched. Uh, it's a very bad, very bad movie. Don't, don't is, watch it, children. there is
1: one scene. Just just go to YouTube and 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 type in no hard feelings, man eater, and that scene, because I actually think it's a lovely version of the song. The, the it's young like boy, a, the nerdy boy plays plays a, a very, very trimmed down, accu- I can't say, accu- I suppose coo accu- very like, simple version on the piano and he sings man Eater and it actually has a whole different vibe to it. And it's actually a really it's a beautiful song and you, i've never yeah. thought of the song as beautiful before because when you hear the original yeah. it's like, oh, it's just ah oh, this is a cool tune but then when you hear it all stripped down the way he does it and he does have a good voice you know he's also a singer it's actually one okay. of the things he does he's also he's an actor and a singer so he, he can sing and it's just, I thought I really enjoyed this scene. And I and I was watching with my kid. My kid was like kind of half watching. And and all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, this is actually I much and it was like this, I much prefer this version of the song. It's like, yep. It's it's I wouldn't say I prefer it. It's a very good rendition. Okay. i I'll give you
0: that. No, but just watch. Just watch that though. Just watch.
1: That and the full frontal news That's- scene of Jennifer Lawrence.
0: One we can post on our Facebook page, That 80 Show Essay. One <laughs> yeah. I post on my personal page. It's probably already <laughs> <laughs> So my movie this week is um, oh, remakes. We spoke last week. Should it we be remaking yeah. 80s movies or 80s mm. uh, properties? Um, I went for a remake because it's the 41st anniversary of this TV show. So they remade, they made a movie of it recently. And yes. I was like, I'm going to watch it. I want to watch it because I'm watching a while and I love the franchise. I love the property. So there were the big five in the eighties. Okay. The big five, they were shows. And I, part of me th- thinks that they actually one night each at seven o'clock on SABC, one of them was on every night, of the week for four. This is how I remember it. Right. So Your big five were Magnum, okay?
1: Friday Night. Was it Friday Night? Uh, Okay, I
0: remember MacGyver's Friday Night. But anyway, the segment isn't called what I remember TV shows to be on. Okay, so Magnum, they remade that. Not good. They had the Ferrari, had the guy, had the shorts, not Tom Selleck. Even had the law, like Island Hopper helicopter. So did that. So Magnum, one of the big five. Airwolf, (laughs) huge. Loved it. Um,
1: maybe never made a not Not sure.
0: (laughs) Never made a movie. Never made a movie, um, or any theatrical release. Let's say a theatrical release, because when I get to others, they have made movies or they put like two episodes that had a continuing storyline over three weeks and it's like a movie duration, but it wasn't theatrical. So you had Airwolf, you had MacGyver. Okay, MacGyver. There were movies we discovered a few weeks ago. uh, Made for TV movies
1: you know what MacGyver? MacGyver was Friday night and Magnum was Saturday night I think I see I don't know I'm, I'm just you see you made this a thing so now that's all I can think about is what night Ma- I know that Ma- MacGyver was, was Friday MacGyver was Friday Mac- MacGyver was definitely Friday and Night Rider was definitely Monday
0: yeah yeah so we just got to figure out, out in the in betweens.
1: I think Magnum might have been Saturday huh?
0: makes sense to have been. been Magnum on Saturday makes sense so you had MacGyver no movie remake they made it. It wasn't. It was like a follow up with his kid. The other of the Big Five was Knight Rider, Monday Night, as Dory said.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, mm-hmm. They did a movie later on, okay, in the two, th- a couple of years after the show, made for TV. They did a remake. No good, very short lived remake. Yeah. But the final of the Big Five, which was actually my favorite of them, right? Yes. No movie back then. Remake. That's what I'm talking to you today about. The 2010 movie of the A Team. The remake.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. So Why the A Team. That, that was
1: also Monday night.
0: Could have yeah. been Monday. Did we have a double header? <laughs> I mean, did we have a double a Monday night night rider? A rider. Night team double header. Between the news
1: Rem- and then oh, MacGyver and Magnum on Fridays. Maybe Airwolf was on Saturday. I don't know. Okay, I Maybe. need to let this day of the week thing go because that's all I can think about right now. You've left. You right. Okay, I've got to i I'm stopping.
0: A yeah. U magazine or a personality <laughs> magazine from the eighties, somewhere in your house. We all know it. Okay, we all had hoarders in our family. Somebody listening has a personality magazine with the TV guide. The TV times. Anyone got the TV times? We need the TV times. Check those schedules. We've got to find out when this happened. So the A-Team, 41 years ago this week, came out for the very first time. Now, if you don't remember the A-Team, it was about a 1972 crack commando unit which was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground, Dory. The Los Angeles underground. This is the A-Team story. Today... Well, then, they were still wanted by the government and they survived as soldiers of fortune. Now, if you had a problem and no one else could help, and if you could find them, you could hire the A-team. That was the plot to the A-team. I just summarized that. They I never mean, used that anywhere in the show. Back in the 80s, there was A-team. I loved the A-team. Four A-team members, of course, we had Hannibal, we had B.A. we had The Face, and we had Murdoch. So, in the favorite. 2010s, Mm They had always threatened to make an AT movie, always, but rewrites never got to it. And I'm kind of glad that there was this space, this time between the TV show ending and the movie coming out. Now, I put on the movie the other day. Now, it came out in 2010. So 2010, I would never have watched it at the cinemas because it would have come out in June, July, and 2010 in South Africa, we're going to soccer matches. We aren't watching movies in 2010. Forget about that. We're watching soccer. I wanted to watch it. I actually bought this on DVD. I've got the DVD here in my house. I've got it. Even though you're taking a very treasured like, childhood franchise, treasured. I love the A-team. I went to, when I was in preschool, five years old, one of the girls I was in preschool with, she had a birthday party. A-team were there. I'm sure have told the story. The A-team were at a birthday party. Okay? They were there. Do you believe me? No. <laughs> well, they were there, Dory. I don't have the photos, but the A team obviously hired some guys who were going around to parties dressed oh, as the A team. Okay.
1: Oh my okay. god, impersonated. Right? Oh god! Okay. Wow, do, that's uh, that's commitment. Now, that's now. something you would do.
0: Now, let's. Okay. I will do this now, but now in I know. my in my childhood-like state, I'm like, oh my god, the A team is here. Like, did they smell of booze? Probably. Were, were you know? Were they sleeping on the bench that morning? A bench that morning, probably. Like in my childhood naivete, I'm like, oh, team Now I'm going, oh no, they definitely stank of booze, definitely. Um, but anyway, so the A-Team was there. So the A-Team movie from the 2010s, they were going to make it. They threatened to make it for years. They only eventually get into production to make the movie now. The cast is killer, Dory, and I'm actually glad they waited because there was enough time from the movie that it could feel fresh and that they could recreate. And that's what I loved about it so much because they didn't try to ham them up as the 80s guys, and A-Team was super hammy. It was really, really hammy. So in things like this, you can either go super hammy like Starsky and Hutch, the movie remake did, or you can go, okay, we're going to treat this lighthearted-ish – um, we're gonna have fun, but it's not gonna be serious. So the cast was uh, Hannibal was played by Liam is, Liam Neeson. F- fantastic okay. Hannibal, fantastic Hannibal. I will tell you one I thing: I find
1: him fantastic most of the time. So, but I'll take it he's a away.
0: He's a good. He's no George Papad. I mean, I, I mean, he's not. None of the guys are the originals, but they're good for these guys, right? So mm-hmm. they kind of over egged. Um, him saying, I love it when a plan comes together. It was a bit much.
1: Yeah. You know, because in Did he say it a- in an Irish accent?
0: Oh, it's a very weird accent. The accent does a lot of heavy lifting. It's all over the place because, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're American, but his accent exactly. never doesn't even He'd fly never over. Together, so no. No, never, no, never gets it right. So, because in the A-Team, the TV show, whenever they'd have a plan, it would come together and they go, I love it when a plan comes together. And you're sitting there, oh my God.
1: While smoking a big fat cigar, usually you <sighs> would say it.
0: It's the eighties, I'm eight years old. This is amazing. This is like yeah. I, I didn't I did not think that plan was gonna come together, but it did. He loves it. <laughs> so, you know, I mean this is <laughs> yes. this is the best. Um Face is played by Bradley Cooper.
1: Yes, mm, I remember face. this now. He's, now that
0: you've said a...
1: Bradley
0: Cooper. So at this point, Bradley Cooper was still stud muffin guy before he started doing more serious stuff. Massive picks, huge, huge picks, yes. massive, massive picks. Yeah, he's faced. Um, South African Shalto Copley, he plays uh, Murdoch, right? does really,
1: right? Huh. He's nice cool, shock.
0: Yes. he he's is very cool. cool. Did District Nine, he did Elysium, um,
1: Chappie. Yes, I loved, are- I loved D- District Nine and Elysium, I loved them both. Yep.
0: Done loads of other stuff Done really well for himself Does a South African accent In the A-Team As a disguise Fantastic oh, Murdoch right And then ooh, now, now this is tough This is a tough one Because Mr. B.A. Barakas Is played by Quentin Jackson Who Not really A Actor More a UFC Fighting personality And then I'm they really Hire him
1: Because I don't know who he is Okay He, he, he he's, is, the so just... he's the
0: tough one He's the tough one because
1: the, the
0: the thing you're going to do with Mr. T or B.A. Barakas, and I keep confusing them, is because no matter, yeah. I'll tell you what, no matter what idea the the casting agent, the casting crew of the yeah. A-team had for what What B.A. Barakas looks like, when Mr. T yeah. walked in, they went him, him. If they did not yeah. decide, they went him, him. Whatever it is, tear it up. That's B.A. T- forget it. And they're the Got same, it. BA Mister T, same thing. So yeah. you're really swimming against the tide. He's the one that let me down, but of course he would. I love Mister T, so he he let me down,
1: but still good. So do you think there's anybody the- who could have pulled it off properly? like They're just like, no, sorry, there's no substitute. That's it. So if I have to go
0: along the lines of the, because the rest of the cast are really strong, and he kind of. He's not an actor, especially not at that level. I mean, you're talking Liam Neeson and you're talking uh, Bradley Cooper. Those are real powerhouse actors. He doesn't mm. hold it. I think like a Jamie Foxx could have
1: mm.
0: done it. I would like to see okay. Jamie Foxx
1: or Mr. T. Big Mr. T. Mr. T, look. What, Mr. T? Still looks good but and th- young and all hmm? those
0: things. Jamie Foxx, pretty big. Jamie Foxx is as big as Mr. T was then. So anyway, that's the only thing for me. So listen, Alrighty. the story—the okay. story is like an 18-type story. They are, but it's like
1: a movie-length
0: 18. Movie-length 18. set, more modern, and so they're not Vietnam war vets. They're Afghanistan war vets. They do secret missions. They're set up. They get kicked out. They go on the run. They got to clear their name. They clear their name. Jessica Biel's involved somehow. My wife says, "I don't know why," just Bill feels like she could be annoying. I said, I, "I get that." She's married to Justin Timberlake. I imagine they do dances in the house and TikToks, that's <laughs> a whole yeah. thing, <laughs> okay? But then the part comes that you know is going to come. Are there cameos right. of the original cast in the A Team? And Ooh. they are.
1: Are they
0: post credit? Post credit scenes, okay. Okay, but very disappointed. It's obviously uh, no, um, no Hannibal. He's he's not, not in Dirk Benedict who played face. um, He regretted his cameo saying, you'll miss me. If you blink, I kind of regret doing it because it's a non part. They just wanted to be able to say, Oh yeah, the original cast are in it, but we're not. It's three seconds. It's kind of insulting.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I thought I liked this movie. I I think if they had been in the movie, then they would have been okay. but to put it in the credits, that even yeah. if it was longer than like a second, it's insulting.
0: Yeah. So, Faceman's mm-hmm. not happy. Dwight Schultz, who played Murdoch, he said uh, the film pays homage to the series. While it excuses its essential working premise, a band capable of a band of capable military brothers for high, determined to save underdog and usually poor civilians from scum, the team characters are sufficiently different and with so many roles reversed from the original one, you could say that they're not really derivative. Save for their names.
1: He, he's <laughs> so, trying to be nice, but he's saying, yeah. this is some bullshit.
0: Yeah. Listen, when you see yeah. the word derivative in yes. some sort of movie context, you know it's bad. <laughs> Dory, you <laughs> studied film, right?
1: I know. If someone says yeah.
0: your movie is derivative, oh, oh no, mm. that's not oh, good. That's it. It's Throw not it, good. it in the bin. Throw it in the bin. He said um, that uh, Shorten. His Murdoch is faithful to the original, but at the same time is big screen twisted and right at home with the new team. So, like you, hate the way you played the character. Tough. Okay. And Mr. T just didn't want to be in it. So I'm going to be in it. Up. So like I ain't getting already. on no... No, I am not getting on no cameo. I pity the fool who tries to put me <laughs> in a cameo. <laughs> That's his statement. I pity okay. the fool who to put me in a cameo.
1: <laughs> Did this movie do well?
0: Uh, so box office it fell slightly short of expectations only earned 26 million okay which is not great because a lot of money had been spent on this i'm sure
1: that's way less than what they spent to make it
0: yeah yeah so Mm. no it didn't it didn't do great um but i'm gonna tell you i enjoyed it i really enjoyed it that was my
1: second that was going to be my second question did you enjoy it are you recommending it
0: I enjoyed it. I'd say watch it. It is fun. It's all the stuff. It'll remind you. What it'll do is it'll make you go, I'm going to watch The A-Team on YouTube, mm. <laughs> okay. which I did so that I can bring you the 10 most interesting episodes of The A-Team. Do you want to hear that? Oh, God. Sure. Okay. So <laughs> okay. in but The
1: segue.
0: A-Team, there was a, the episode was called Mind Games, right? where Face is, gets a full government pardon and then becomes a celebrity going on talk shows and everything. But they keep an eye okay. on him because they suspect that the pardon's not legit. In this, okay. hilariously, Murdoch feels that the A-team's not the A-team without Face and becomes Face. Hilarious. Oh, how's this episode? Some muscle men make a big mistake when they try to force BA's mama out of her apartment. Pity those fools.
1: I don't remember a single episode of the show. No, no, you won't.
0: You won't. I could be making all of this up, but I'm not. Uh, Murdoch is another episode. Murdoch is kidnapped by bounty hunters that hope to use him as bait to lure the rest of the A-team. When the team arrives to rescue him, they find he's fallen in love with a veterinarian that's helped save him. (laughs) (laughs) It's so Murdoch. So Murdoch.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. Yes
0: blood, sweat, and tears, someone sabotages a car at a local stock car race and attracts the A-team's attention because the car belongs to Hannibal's nephew. Mm. Don't mess with the Mm. A-team's B-team. The episode called Members Only Faces Chances of Getting to his Exclusive Country Club are severely hampered by the A-team's battles on club property with a crooked bank president. Mm. You know the A-team? That doesn't end well. You do not you, the A team on Country Club's not going to work. Beverly Hills yeah. Assault. The A team goes uptown and gets involved with an art dealer who has been replacing original painting with fakes. Not good. The episode mm. called Double Heat. The A team is called in to find an accountant's daughter who has become a pawn in a game between two rival mobsters. Okay, this is A teams. While I loved it, another episode.
1: What, was it the A team that Poi George was in?
0: Oh, I'll Dory. Two to is go. That, is that on the
1: list? Okay. Okay. Just
0: check. I'm counting it down. The A-team comes to the aid of an auto mechanic being driven out uh-huh. of business by a ruthless competitor. The A-team did everything, right? From mechanics to sabotaging to kidnaps. They didn't care. If you had a problem and need, no one else could help, you could call them.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: The episode called Curtin Call, the A-team reminisces about an injured Murdoch as they look for a doctor and try to avoid a pursuing Decker, That's kind of like just like a best of Murdoch episode. And here it is, the best episode of the A-Team ever, called Cowboy George. Face believes he's booked country singer Cowboy George into one of the roughest dance halls in the Southwest, but his agent friend delivers boy George instead. (laughs) What a romp.
1: What a romp. I'm going to have to eventually at some point watch that full episode. Gonna have
0: to happen. Oh, the A Teams, they, they're on YouTube. They, they're they all there. You gotta watch yep. it. And if you wanna watch the A Team movie, also it's easy to get or come to my house. I got the DVD, so you can come uh, rent it from me. Only five Rand, okay. um, but please rewind when you <laughs> return it. <laughs> <Want> the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we've, oh, Dari, we've spoken so nonsense, and it's so much nonsense. And it's time to start wrapping up. But I do have a story that we do have to end with. She's in the news. I mentioned her up front, Madonna. Yep. Oh, we spoke about her last week, Madonna. She's doing a new tour. It's stories all the time. Stories all yep. the time. Oh, Madonna has. She's getting I love sued.
1: your title <laughs>
0: <laughs> in a segment called "Papa Don't Sleep." Madonna is being sued. <laughs> over a late concert starts by fans who had to get up early the next morning. It's a class you action know, suit for everyone at a celebration I, I'm show. With the because it started I'm with late. the
1: fans and yes, it's because I'm old too. I might not have cared if I was twenty two, but I'm not. And she must she should know that her fans are not they're not gonna stay up late anymore. She She's
0: doesn't. supposed to be on stage at half past eight. She only came on at half past 10.
1: At, oh, listen, my God. That's better. It's
0: better. As an elderly lady, what are you doing up that time? Did you exactly. have a nap before? Or like, what are you, why are you up? But um, the one complainant, because the concert, they only left after 1 a.m. Note, did not leave at 10.30 when she came on late. Did the concert. Just, oh, yeah. fuming. <laughs> I'd love to I'd love to be in the mind of these guys. <laughs> God damn it. It's Madonna. I hate waiting for her. This is terrible. Like a virgin. By the time they left after 1 a.m., they were left stranded in the middle of the night and confronted Mm. with limited public transportation, limited ride sharing, and increased public and private transportation costs.
1: Yeah.
0: It affected their ability to take care of the family responsibilities the next day. Hmm.
1: I mean… They shouldn't have been going to a concert during the week. <laughs> I I'm, I'm saying, sorry, I don't. No, that, you know what
0: that's, I mean? what, that's, that's what I'm saying. So they're suing her because she says she's got unconscionable, unfair, and deceptive trade practices, and it's a wanton exercise in false
1: advertising. Look, two hours is ridiculous. I think I would forgive half an hour, maybe 45 minutes. But beyond that, two hours. Two hours is insane. That's crazy. No. Don't the
0: accept it. The, th- the thing is here. Yeah, so we've raised a couple of points, and let's just let's like let's let's do legal. Let's be lawyers now. Let's you know let's see what's happening.
1: Can you play the theme song to La Law, please?
0: I'm going to slam my boots quickly. Slam the boots Right. Okay. Did they slam the boots in the beginning or the end? Anyway, boots slammed. Here's La Law music. There we go. <laughs> you buy tickets for Madonna concert and it's during the week you know it's during the week okay it's not deceptive yep. you bought the concert tickets during the week and you see that it starts at half past eight didn't say it's starting at half past three didn't say it's a daytime no. thing it's so saying it's I'm starting at half eight
1: I'm assuming it's starting at quarter past nine I am
0: safe to say safe to say you gotta give an hour no one's ever on time except for the 100% retro guys ran on time yes Right, so these are two things you know. You know it's in the week and you know it starts late. You also know concerts, right? You know concerts. Easy to get into, bad to get out of. Any concert in the world, people, everyone leaves at the same time, right? So you also know you've got family responsibilities the next day. So you as a responsible adult should be going, let me just sort out whatever. Or... Just suck it up. Just just suck it up.
1: <laughs> or take a day to, off know. or suck it up. Those are your options.
0: That's what I'm saying. Send the kids to stay over at somebody. If they got school, suck it up. Right? So, right. for me, this kind of falls into the pit of going, I'm the judge and I'm going, am I the judge or am I the lawyer? What am I doing here? Who are we? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you <laughs> anyway, are the object. lawyer representing yourself.
0: Okay. Well, somebody needs to make a judgment. here. So Uh, someone throw the case out.
1: Okay. I'll throw the case out. 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 Damn case.
0: Damn. Good. Thank you. I feel satisfied because you knew what you're getting into. That's a good case. That's a good defense of Madonna. Like, I I don't know who she's got defending her, but
1: look, I'm not trying to defend Madonna, but these people are idiots. Sorry.
0: They are idiots. They are Sick. morons. Madonna has enough to deal with. Madonna has enough to she deal with. She can't, she has going, to hold
1: on to the pole. She can't even balance on stage. Exactly. Now you're asking her to be exactly. there on time. No, man. Do you
0: think <laughs> those jumpsuits just put themselves on? They've got to be put on. They've got to be put on. No, but listen, there is um some very like unflattering photos of Madonna on this concert going around. I don't know like I don't know what the purpose of, of going to watch Madonna and then all you're gonna do is troll her. Like I don't know who wins out of that. Like we get it, but like just it's well, what are you doing?
1: Yeah, the people who had to wait. They're like, fine, fine. You make me wait, you'll see. Guess what I'm gonna do now? It's that, that, revenge. Torik, you spiteful. Jeez, gee, whiskers. I didn't realise you were
0: spiteful. <laughs> wow be on time for Dory in this is a lesson I've they're learned not, today
1: they're obviously like you know grumpy because they're tired they didn't get enough sleep they're grumpy do you,
0: do, do you think when they woke up the next morning they're kind of like oh I had a good sleep I'm, I'm not going to sue Madonna anymore actually it was a bit of a silly <laughs> idea
1: <laughs> no they were like I'm enough. never going out on a weeknight ever again that's is the lesson that's the what lesson, I that's that's what the I lesson. <laughs>
0: it's not Madonna's fault that you're old <laughs> we can blame her for a lot and we do I mean really it's all her fault but I mean come on <laughs> it's not her fault you're old oh what a fun show Dory I hope everyone has enjoyed it as much as you and I did um, this has been that 80 show everything we spoke about on show I don't actually care show.
1: if nobody else enjoyed it I did that's what matters <laughs> I'm at the point. and
0: you know what you know what if you don't enjoy it blame Madonna And if Madonna calls, and if Madonna, how did that suck? Anyway, blame Madonna. It's not our fault. Blame Madonna for you not enjoying the show. Uh, Everything you heard today can be found on that 80 show, S.A. on Facebook. Um, Don't watch Dari's movie. It is really not good. And uh, if you get sent a message that says, uh, do you want to go watch T.A. when he comes to South Africa, or S.A., Thomas Anders, T.A., Thomas Anders. Okay, so sorry for I'll next time. I'll never
1: get it wrong again, ever.
0: Okay, okay, thank mm. you. That's that's really good, and I hope that soon we can go watch P S B. That them P
1: S B. Oh, that would um, be cool. I'm hoping yeah. to watch D B later this month. And okay, mm. th- there's just no way to do this. O M D.
0: It's <laughs> Goodbye, Dory. Bye. Bye. <laughs>